स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट दिस इज मिंट लाइक मॉर्निंग शॉट एंड आई एम शोहिनी सेन गुड मॉर्निंग हियर्स अ राउंड अप ऑफ द न्यूज यू कैन यूज बिफोर यू स्टार्ट योर डे The world's biggest iron ore miner, Rio Tinto's chairman, will step down next year to take responsibility for the destruction of ancient rock shelters, the latest in a string of high-profile departures over the blasts. Simon Thompson will step down after next year's annual general meeting, while non-executive director Michael Lestrange, who led the review into the company's handling of the incident, will retire in May. Last year's destruction of the 46,000-year-old Yukon George Rock for an iron ore mine sparked a massive public and investor uproar. British Finance Minister Rishi Sunak unveiled his annual budget Wednesday promising measures to safeguard businesses and jobs while tackling virus-fueled debt. Ahead of the budget statement in Parliament, Prime Minister Boris Johnson's Conservative government said it would extend its furlough scheme paying the bulk of wages for millions of private sector workers until the end of September, 5 months longer than planned. Sunak will also say that once the economy is on the way to recovery, we will need to begin fixing the public finances and I want to be honest today about our plans to do that. The multi-billion pound furlough scheme has contributed to soaring government debt. which Sunak may tackle in part by announcing a rise in the corporation tax or levy on company profits. At 19%, Britain's corporation tax rate is the nation's lowest on record and one of the smallest in the group of 20 bloc of wealthy nations. Sovereign wealth funds will have to navigate growing regulatory scrutiny across some of their favored areas for investments such as pharmaceuticals infrastructure technology and logistics a new report said on wednesday infrastructure was a top investment by sector accounting for 26% of the total deal volume from july 2019 to september 2020 followed by services and technology according to the sovereign wealth funds report a collaboration between ie center for the governance of change and icex invest in spain Pharmaceutical, software and biotech attracted the largest investment by industry, accounting for about 19% of deals over the same period. Regulators have focused more closely on some of those areas in the aftermath of the pandemic. Governments of about 50 countries have imposed rules on exports of products used in the public health response to the COVID-19 pandemic, according to UN data. India, which has shipped critical supplies of COVID-19 vaccines to nations globally, has said it stands ready to work with the United Nations and its agencies to ensure that doses are delivered to people of Syria facing dire situation compounded by the pandemic, winterization and food insecurity. Speaking at the UN General Assembly high-level panel on the human rights situation in Syria, India's deputy permanent representative to the UN ambassador K Nagaraj Naidu said India continues to stand with the people of Syria in the grave hour of need. India has extended 12 million dollars in humanitarian assistance through bilateral and multilateral channels and last July more than 10 MT of medicine supplies have been delivered to help Syria cope with the pandemic. 
Earlier this month, more than 2,000 empty of food supplies were also delivered. The European Union is still months away from issuing COVID-19 immunity certificates, raising the risk of another lost tourism season for the bloc's aviation and hospitality industries. The European Commission is working on establishing a trust framework and a digital infrastructure that would facilitate the authentication of such documents, according to a briefing note circulated to national delegations in Brussels on Tuesday. EU leaders were informed last week that the technical work underpinning such a platform could require three to four months. EU member states are at loggerheads over the use of status certificates, which will be used to confirm that their holders have recently tested negative, fully vaccinated or recovered from the coronavirus and are thus presumed to be immune. The bloc's tourism department economies have been pushing for the introduction of such digital passes that will allow a return to a semblance of normalcy, including travel, at least for a segment of the population. Chinese labor programs in Xinjiang are designed at least partly to reduce the population density of the Uyghur ethnic minority group, according to a study accidentally published online. The report by academics of Nankai University was taken down in mid-2020, but a copy was archived. According to The Guardian, it adds to the growing body of evidence of Beijing's concerted efforts to persecute Uyghurs in what human rights experts and some governments have labelled cultural genocide. The Chinese government denies accusations of forced labour and labour transfers in Xinjiang, saying work programmes are a voluntary element of its poverty alleviation goals. However, the report said the labour transfers were also a long-term measure that not only reduces Uyghur population density, but also is an important method to influence, melt and assimilate Uyghur minorities. You are listening to Mint Like Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.